A house is made of wood and stone, but only love can make a home. Welcome to the Repco Light Home Improvement Show, helping you make your home into one you'll love even more. Here are your hosts, Dan Hansen and Betsy Thompson. Well, good morning, Betsy. How are you? Are you ready to celebrate Leap Day? Uh, no. Do you see all my party gear? Yes, I am decked out to the confused. nines. It's like New Year's Eve over there. It is. I'm not sure what's happening. It's Leap Day. It doesn't happen very often. And do you know what's even more important than that? What? This one is particularly historical. Why? Because it's the very first Leap Day in all of history, recorded or otherwise, that has happened during the airing of a Repcolite Home Improvement Show episode. Uh, that would stand to reason since we've only been on the air for three years. Doesn't matter. Doesn't make it any uh, less historical. Everybody out there, we are a part of history today. Uh-huh. Very first time that the Repcolite Home Improvement Show has aired on a leap day ever. <laughs> there. Wow. Write that one down in your diaries. Yeah. Today I you celebrated will. with the Repcolite Home Improvement Show uh-huh. a historical event. Right. I guess you start that with Dear Diary. Today, not everyone does. Well, I'm sure there's you. four or five people that are writing that down right yes, now. Yes, and their children. Well, children count. <laughs> hey, I'll take uh-huh. the fans that I can get. Uh, yeah, all right? they're about your size. They are. So, oh, you met. You got to tell that story very fast because we don't have a long time. But that was very funny. What and cutting and heart hurtful. <laughs> we did the uh, Go Baby Go event yes. at Herman Miller last week. Yes. And what happened? You met somebody from Herman Miller who said what I to you? I met someone. I Well, I talked to a lot of people about the show, actually. But one particular person said you are every bit as short as they thought you were from what I have said. Oh, my goodness. You were so <laughs> proud to tell me that. Yeah, you see that guy? He said you are every bit as short. Uh-huh. As Betsy had said. Mm-hmm. Well, great. I guess it's the truth, though. Yeah. I can yep. live with it. Yep. It was funny. I thought that was great. Yeah. At least people are listening, uh, right? I'll take exactly. what I can get. Yeah. What are we doing today? Uh, today, we're going to give you a brief preview of the upcoming Home and Garden Show, and specifically our booth at the Home and Garden Show. Right. Kind of some of the things you'll see, kind of get your brains working so you can stop out and ask us some questions yeah. next weekend. We want to see you out there. We want to talk to you. That's a lot of fun. Betsy mm-hmm. and I are there during the day on pretty much all of the days. Yes. And then the night we have a, a crew come in and kind of I do want to say, if you are feeling at all ill, please do not come and shake my hand. <laughs> I had suddenly had this panic that, you know, the surgery is coming up for me. Yep. And I have all these, like, viruses. And, you know, if you have recently flown, don't shake my hand. Oh, wow. You can <laughs> shake my hand. I don't care. You can shake Dan's hand. You may come and talk to me. Just That's don't right. shake my hand. She'll be the girl in the bubble. <laughs> yes. The and... one wearing the mask. Yeah. yeah. Are <laughs> you going to wear a mask? And Your I've, mom has I've stressed that you should. It, but they are hard to come by yeah, right now. I don't so. think I could work with you if you wore a mask. No. No one would understand what I'm saying. So we'll be talking about that. Yeah. And we'll also be digging into water alarms, uh-huh. which is something that I wasn't aware existed until about a year or so ago. Right. Really handy, really mm-hmm. inexpensive, and they could save you a ton of money in yeah. water cleanup. We'll dig right. into that in a little bit. And we'll also be talking about how to get rid of that cigarette smoke smell in your home or other stinks that you might have. You know, yeah. you buy a house. Yep. And it's got that one room, or maybe it's the whole house that mm-hmm. just has that stink. Right. The internet gives you a lot of ways to get rid of it. Yeah. But a lot of them are, you know, shoot from the hip and hope for the best. We've mm-hmm. got the silver bullet answer. We do. And we'll get to that in a little bit. But yeah. right now, 
Let's just talk about Leap Day a little okay. bit. Because it's a little interesting, and it, it only is. happens once every, every four, four years, years or so. Right. But let's talk about the obvious thing. Why does it happen in the first place? Yeah, the reason it happens is because, as we all know, our year here on Earth, we count it as 365 days. But if you go by a solar calendar, Mm -hmm. a year is actually 365.24 days. So we're like missing a quarter of a day in our calculations, right? Right. And so to make up for that, we end up adding an extra day once every four years, which comprises the single day. So we're back on, you know, par with the solar calendar. Right. It sounds like a no big deal kind of a thing, you know, a quarter of a day. You yeah, know, every but if year. you add that up yeah. over years and years, well, a hundred years, years, you're you're basically a month. Yeah, you know, you you you're wrong. You know, based <laughs> from the calendar. Eventually, we're celebrating Christmas in July in the weather that feels like July. <laughs> right. right. So they change that. Right. Now, another thing that I thought it's interesting that in digging into this, we mm-hmm. discovered is that you know February is always a shorter month. Right. Right. Yeah. It, it gains a day now. Mm-hmm. But why is February so much shorter than everybody else? All the other months. Shorter. It matters to me. Right? <laughs> of course I mean, it does because it's shorter. Yeah. I, 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 I feel some you kind feel of the pain. camaraderie with mm-hmm. February. Anyway, the reason February is shorter is basically due to two different Roman emperors, mm-hmm. Caesar Augustus and Julius Caesar. Yes. All right? Mm-hmm. So Julius Caesar mm-hmm. ends up getting a month all his own. July. Yes. And it's got 31 days. Yes. Now, later, Mm -hmm. Caesar Augustus is given his own month, whether Mm -hmm. he took it for himself or the Senate adopted this. They renamed a month. Yes. And and the month is August. Mm -hmm. And it had 29 days. Mm -hmm. That was two days short of July. And Caesar Augustus was going to have none of that. So he needed to add a couple days to August. Where do you think you get those days from? Well, February. Took them from February. February's left with only 28 days and August is a robust 31. Well, yeah. I thought that was interesting. Another thing that was interesting mm-hmm. about Leap Day is that the the people born on Leap Day yes. are called Leaplings. Yes, so happy birthday to all you Leaplings out there. It makes them sound like frogs. It does. <laughs> and if you want to really pull out all the stops and celebrate big this year and Uh you're a leapling, you can head to Anthony, Texas, Mm -hmm. the self-proclaimed leap year capital of the world. Every four years, they celebrate Leap Day and throw a huge birthday party. Huh, yeah, that's it's, it's fun. apparently a lot of fun. So you're ready for the Anthony, Texas Leap Year party? Yeah, that's what celebrating you're the Repcolite Home Improvement Show yeah. being aired on Leap Day for the first time in recorded uh, history. Of course you are, and probably last time. Right now, I wish we had more time because there's a lot more fun stuff to talk about oh, with Leap Day. Of course, but I think we got the main things out there. Yeah, I think so. Now it's time to move on, and when we come back, we're going to be talking about getting rid of that cigarette smoke smell from your home and other stinks yes not all other stinks not your dirty shoe smell but a lot of other ones right we'll deal with that in just a minute stay tuned helping you turn your house into your dream home this is the repco light home improvement show presented by benjamin moore on news radio wood 1300 and 1069 fm and we're back, and yet Betsy is in the middle of a yawn. <laughs> I'm sorry yep. for starting us like that, but uh, you knew the time was coming. I knew it was coming, but good grief. <laughs> you just jumped right in. Yeah, I looked at your face and your, your mouth's hanging open, kind of yeah. crooked, and your eyes are filled with rage and the fires of anger. Yeah. Right? But you How can't is that re- different than any other day? It is not, except this time your mouth was gaping open. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, we're back, and we're going to talk about something that 
It was well. It was kind of funny because I thought it was a great topic. Mm-hmm. Removing cigarette smoke smell yeah. from your home. You know, yeah, you yeah. move into a new home or whatever the case is, mm-hmm. and you've got this smell. And how do you get rid of it? Yeah. So I was pitching the idea to Betsy, and I started walking through. How do you do it? And she cut me off, and then went on what a ten minute diatribe. Uh-huh. Apparently, been there, done that. <laughs> had quite an experience with this, so you're an expert, and it made me think this is a perfect topic because you lived it, and you can help I people did. get through it. Yeah, um, I bought a house. Well, this was quite a few years mm-hmm. ago, like over ten years ago, maybe twelve, fourteen years ago, mm-hmm. and. The house was nice. It belonged to an older couple, and they had a son who lived with them, but he stayed almost exclusively in his bedroom with the door closed. All right. He had a great social life, it sounds like. (laughs) Exactly. Very full Uh and meaningful. So, you know, do the home walkthrough and, you know, get to that bedroom, and you open the door, and it smells like cigarette smoke. Okay, Mm -hmm. no big deal. All the blinds are drawn, but, you know... This house, a little bit of fixer-upper, we can do this. So buy the house, get in there, and by this time, all the blinds are open, all the furniture's out and everything. Walk in, and the carpet is like sticky almost with nicotine <laughs> because apparently the guy like chain-smoked in okay. this room. What does that mean? It means I hear that all the time. What does that mean? You just sit there and you smoke one after another, after another, after another. You I just, thought it meant it's that like you literally a, light the next one with the last one. Well, yes, it's a very similar thing. I mean, you can do that too. Not a healthy lifestyle choice, yeah, that, and no. it makes for sticky carpets. Well, yes, amongst other things. Well, so apparently. my thought was, okay, the smell has got to be in the carpet. I'll just get rid of the carpet. There were great hardwood floors underneath, so. Mm-hmm. Pulled out the carpet, pulled out the padding, thought, okay, there, that should take care of it. Oh, no. Did you the wear gloves smell? when you pulled the Oh, yes. So it was Multiple sticky. layers <laughs> of gloves. It was disgusting. Um, so, okay, so you get all of that out. And get you, it all out. I, I, I want you to just slow down because you're moving through the story really fast. Okay. And we got to drag this out because we need the how minutes. M- how much no, slower no. do you want me to go? No, no, no. What I want to know is... Because that experience, that's that's it's a very interesting human experience to me. All right. Okay. You pull this out. And it was yeah. it a fun job pulling the carpet out? Well, no, because whoever had tacked it down had used way too many tack strips. And it's gross. Yeah, and, and it, it you was don't just know. Gross. It's somebody else's old carpet well, and it's it, already it was sticky. Dirty and sticky. I it, yeah. yeah. So not Ugh. fun. So you get it out. And what is the only thing that makes a job like that worthwhile? Is walking into that room after the fact and, and the just smell going being gone, yes, and uh-huh. having just like roses exude from well, the floor. I knew it would take, Did that happen? No, I oh. knew it would take a little bit for that smell to dissipate. Sure. So the windows were open, and you know, thought, okay, we'll give it a couple days. Were you profoundly disappointed a couple days later? Uh, like weeks later. So I was it's like a spirit is living in the home. Yeah, right. Yeah, and I thought, okay, this is. I don't even know what to do with this point and i'm looking at the walls thinking okay so were they yellow and all of that were they the were blinds like, yellow they were like beige the blinds were hunter green so there was no way of knowing oh boy exactly how filthy they were but the walls were beige and the walls in the rest of the home were like cream and white because that happens it's just yeah. layers and layers of yellow well and i didn't to realize up. how bad it was and i thought well i'm just gonna wash the walls and then i'll paint them you know okay to get rid of the smell because yeah. that's what we want to make a point of we're right. trying to 
get rid of the smell more so even than yes. the, the color right now. Right. Okay. And I thought, okay, well, that'll be an easy way to do it. So I get out my bucket of water and a little bit of detergent mm-hmm. and my rags and I start wiping and the rags are coming off and they're absolutely like brown with nicotine. Oh, are the walls this is white not underneath? Good. No. Oh, so you're not even so getting through. I am not even getting through. So dump that water, get new water. Every five minutes, I was getting clean water, and I could not get through. There was so much nicotine on those walls. I want to stop could you not again. Get through five minutes? Are you making a, a radio exaggeration? No, I. So this is bad stuff. This it was so horrible. I did not. How know. grossed out were you? Did you regret <laughs> buying the house? Did you think about just burning it to the ground and rebuilding? Uh, yes, a little bit because I thought, where does this? How do you ever fix it? Well, the only thing I could think of at that point was I was never going to get the walls and the ceiling. I mean, this is every flat surface in there, so it's the walls, it's the ceiling. The floor seemed okay because it had been covered in the carpet, and I thought the only way I can do this is to cover everything over and i knew that my paint wasn't going to cover up all of the nicotine not your regular only, latex paint right not only was it not going to block out the smell but that nicotine was just going to soak through the paint and you were going to see that staining through the new white paint right that I we to put see on that there. with with water soluble type stains yeah. So a water stain in a wall or something mm-hmm. like that. You can put, and, and a lot of us have seen that before. I remember a spot in my basement. The very yeah. first time I ever saw that was when I had my own house for the first time. And I painted some, you know, a, a paint on the basement wall mm-hmm. over this one little water spot. And as I started to walk away, I literally saw it bleed yep. to the surface. And then mm-hmm. I waited till it was dry and repainted it. And I just watched it kept yep. bleeding. It was very interesting. Yeah. But it will continue to do that. Yeah. I mean, it's rare mm-hmm. that you're going to stop it, even with multiple layers. Right. So you got to do something else to block that. Yeah. The only thing that I knew from being in the paint business, the only, you know, like dead Silver on bullet. target... <laughs> Was going to be to use bin pigmented shellac, so it's a it's a shellac based primer. I knew that was going to seal out the smell, so I didn't have to deal with that anymore. And I knew it was going to seal in all that nicotine, so it didn't bleed through my new coat of paint. And yes, bin is not a pleasant smell. I mean, it's, it's an alcohol based product, so it's got a really yeah. funky smell. It's really watery. It's almost like pine scented, like really strong. You've burn got to, your nose pine. Right. Ventilate and all of those things. Yes. Take precautions. But it dries really fast. fast. And that was the key for me because within a day, the smell was completely gone. I never had that smoke smell in my house ever again. And that that was the key. That white pigmented shellac, if you would have an animal, for example, that was really, really, really naughty. I think cats, because I've dealt with people who had cats before, and you have that problem. You don't put the food in the right bowl at the right time, and they go and they do something in your shoes. Yes. Or in in a a spare bedroom. Right. And then eventually you pull up the carpet and you realize what they've been doing. And they're laughing. They don't care. Well, and I... The only way to seal that smell... Yes. ...into the Mm -hmm. wood is, again, this white pigmented shellac bin is one of them. And if you happen to have wood floors and you happen to have that same cat problem, but you obviously don't want your floors to become white, Mm -hmm. you can use just regular shellac. It's going to work the same way a clear shellac is going to cover over that and it's going to seal in that smell without taking away that wood look of your floor. Right. So I want to go backwards in time to your problem. 
Yeah. All right? Uh-huh. Because when we dig into it, and a lot of the recommendations out there are to, A, start with washing the walls down like you did. Mm-hmm. And they make it sound like it's doable. Um, in your experience, maybe. it was an exercise in futility, correct? Uh, yes, very much so. So be aware of that. You know, everything that you read on the internet isn't necessarily so, and it's not always going to practically play out the way they say it will. And their recommendation also was to go to an oil-based primer for the reasons that we talked about. And that will most likely work. Most likely. The thing that is really important is what you talked about at the beginning. You called it the surefire. I forget what. You were searching for the word. Yeah. I I threw out silver bullet. That's what plays in my mind. Yeah. It's the thing that will always work. Yes. It'll get rid of the smell and it'll get rid of that staining so you can paint over it without the fear of something bleeding through at some point. Right. And it's important to note that either the oil-based primer or this white pigmented shellac Mm -hmm. that you would use both of those can be painted over with a regular latex paint. Yeah. That's okay yep. at that point once right. it's sealed in. Mm-hmm. But the thing that we wanted to point out is that as with many paint projects and many paint issues that crop up, mm-hmm. there are ways that will most likely work. Right. You know, most likely a regular oil-based product yeah. will seal that in. And there are odorless mm-hmm. oil-based primers. Right. So right. not fumeless. Really important right. differentiation yeah. there. You know, you may not smell it, but you still need to ventilate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if that seals it in, you're great. Right. But then there are ones that will always work. I like the Surefire Bet because I do not want to have to, to do it twice. Well, and I don't want to deal with it further down the road where suddenly I have company in that bedroom and the smell has miraculously come back. I didn't want to deal with it. I yeah, want then you have the to blame that's a child. Well, work. not for a smoke smell. You don't want <laughs> for a smoke smell. No. <laughs> you got to blame a grandparent that stopped over or something. Yeah. My crazy uncle Ernie stopped by. Exactly. That's that smell. <laughs> it smells like old salami rubbed around on an old leather-soled shoe. anyway you have a there was a customer from way back before you worked at RepcoLite there's a customer that you helped in Kalamazoo that you said did restoration work and like you know when when there was water damage and Mm. stuff like that Mm. and their go-to was this white pigmented shellac yes they bought it by the five gallon bucket it works on nicotine it works on like the smell of smoke if you've had fire damage Mm -hmm. it works on that it works on water damage knots and pine yeah it will do it seals everything out yes there's a smell yes you have to ventilate but the smell really dissipates rather quickly because it dries so fast and that's the other thing it dries fast yeah in the right situation i like using it as a general primer we've done a fair amount of that because really nice. Dries so fast Dry. and sands so well so you can move on to the next step. Right. Anyway, the big thing to remember is that there's a fix for some of this stuff mm-hmm. but the things you read online aren't always going to get you the right answer. Stop out at any Repcolite or Port City paint store. Tell us what you're working on and we'll get you the right products so that you can do it once mm-hmm. and then walk away and know that it's good. Thank goodness. Now when we come back we're talking water alarms and why every single one of us needs one. Mm-hmm. That's next. Stay tuned. If you want to take your DIY skills up a rung, the RepcoLite Home Improvement Show is here to give you a boost on News Radio Wood 1300 and 1069 FM. Well, Betsy, let's talk about something now that it's heading into spring, right? Mm-hmm. We're heading into spring. Yeah, eventually. Can we say that? We're, we're on our way. I don't want to jinx anything. <laughs> I'm not a big believer in that, but I do notice when I get kind of yeah. make some bold mm-hmm. claims, things usually... 
Well, of course, it always does way. the opposite of what you want. Right? Well, we know that spring's coming. Yeah. We know that that means we've got whatever snow is left melting. Yes. And then we've got rain and all of those things. Right. And in years past, mm-hmm. and in fact, even last year, I ran into problems with water in the basement. Yeah. And that doesn't always have to be a spring thing. I mean, right. you can, can have this anytime. problem anytime. Well, yeah, because you can have appliances that leak. You know, you can have a pipe that leaks. Mm-hmm. You can have a, a washer that leaks, a water heater that leaks. I mean, who knows? Right. And water damage really in a home can be one of the most expensive and painful things to have to deal with. Oh, yeah. Because it gets everywhere and there are so many ramifications. Mm-hmm. It's not just clean it up. Right. And move on. I mean, water on a main level where it, or, or on upstairs mm-hmm. can damage so many different things. And then you've got to deal with not just, like I said, not just cleaning up the water, right. but potential mold issues. There's so many things that happen when you've got a big water leak. Yeah, you hear all the horror stories of people who've had this water damage and they think it's, you know, minimal. Oh, there wasn't that much water. It wasn't there for very long. And then people in the home get sick and it's, oh, there was mold yeah, crawling how... up the walls and right. we had no idea. Now, this was one of those things. I've had a lot of these scenarios in my life where, you know, something happens to me mm-hmm. and I assume that it's just... It's the pinnacle of right, bad, right, you know, right, right. and I'm pretty sad about it. And I talk to people and I'm, I'm getting the pity that I think I need. Right. And then you find out that these people who are mm-hmm. giving me pity yeah. then tell me about their stories <laughs> and they're like 10 times worse than mine. And I right. realize how pathetic I sound. Right. But my basement would flood at the old house mm-hmm. from time to time. Yeah. And even then I'm using the wrong words. I would get water in the basement. I called it flooding. And then I saw pictures of a friend's house once that really flooded where they had a finished basement, water everywhere, Mm -hmm. way different from my little collections of water. Right. But no matter what it is, it's not fun to deal with. And like we said, it can be really bad. But what's really interesting, I didn't know these things existed until about a year ago. Mm -hmm. And I don't know that we've talked about them very in depth on the show. I don't know that we've talked about them at all. I think we've hinted at them on a couple of segments. Potentially. I know we talked about washers because that's a big yeah, place. Yep. If you have not replaced your washer hose, the supply line hoses, uh, I think it's about every five years you should be. Yeah, roughly, depending on the type of hose. Right, you have. depending on what it is. Yeah. Those should be replaced. Because you don't want to wait till you've got a problem. No, you don't want to wait until, especially, you know, I find this with people who have their laundry in the basement. Mm-hmm. You don't always know when something has gone wrong mm-hmm. because unless you're down there all the time, you have no ideas. Right. So these things are all of a sudden a surprise. You walk downstairs and go, how long has this water been here? Well, if it's ankle deep, there's a chart <laughs> on the internet you can go and find, and it'll tell you how fast it's coming in. Right. So you want to do some preventative maintenance and yes. replace those hoses. Right, right, Take right. a look at that. Yes. But there mm-hmm. is something really cool. They're, they're called water alarms. Yeah. So we've got smoke alarms, smoke uh-huh. detectors. Yes. And water alarms. Yeah. And I did not know about the water alarms until, you know, like I said, about a year or so ago. Right. But basically, it's a smoke detector for water, right? Well, yeah. I mean, (laughs) who doesn't want that? And there are a number of different kinds, and they're super inexpensive. Yeah, they're not too bad, actually. To me, it's a no-brainer. So uh, we just wanted to talk about a couple of them. One of them is just uh, basically a standard one. It's a wired kind of a thing. You put a battery in it, kind of like a smoke detector. Yep. Right. But it's got a, a, a wire, like a three foot long mm-hmm. wire to a sensor. Yeah. And basically it's 12 bucks. It's called the Watchdog Water mm-hmm. Alarm. It doesn't look fancy by any means. Nope. 
pretty basic, but you mount this little gadget by your washer and dryer, let's say. Yeah, or your water heater. Or whatever. And then you put the little sensor on the floor. It mm-hmm. will detect up to one thirty second of an inch of water, and then it will alarm. Right. Well, the reviews say that you can also put a piece of paper under that little sensor, and if that gets damp even, that alarm will go off so that you know something is happening down there. There's water of some sort happening. Right, right. That would be a really good thing because Mm -hmm. uh, we talked about it on the show, but a few months ago or so, my my washer hose started a slow leak. I was lucky it was a slow leak. But yeah, we found it, mm-hmm. fortunately, just before right. bed because there was a little puddle that somebody stepped in. Well, and you have a main floor washer, so it would that's have been why. pretty bad. Yeah. We, yeah, and if it had been downstairs. Right, you who might knows? not have noticed. But this would have triggered and gone off. Right. And the thing with these is they're about 12 bucks a piece, mm-hmm. and you would have to put one in every area where you have right. a concern. Yeah. So that's how that one works. They have extensions. I think you can get up to a six-foot cord that mm-hmm. will reach yeah. to wherever. That's one way. Yeah. Then there's another one, or we shouldn't even say one. There's a no, another kind yeah. that's much more... Uh, it's for the tech-savvy people right. out there who like to use their phones and their apps. And I think this is a great thing for if people travel a lot and they're not always at home to be aware of what's happening. Right. There are these Wi-Fi ones. So there's an app that you put on your phone, and there are multiple sensors. Depending on what brand you go with, you know, they're anywhere from 20 to $50 and more, depending on how many sensors mm-hmm. you buy. But you put these little sensors wherever... You need to make sure that there's not water. So if you travel, maybe you put them under a sink. So mm-hmm. in case, you know, your pipes freeze or something while you're away, it will sense that. Washer, water heater, all those good things. And then you'll just get, there's an actual audible alarm that happens. So if you're in the home, you'll hear that alarm go off. But there's also, through the app, you get an email alert that says, hey, water is happening in this area, you know, to this sensor, Mm -hmm. get it fixed as soon as possible. Yeah. So being on the road and traveling, you can know that when you come home, it's going to be horrible. No, then you can send someone to your home before you have a major disaster. Right. I really like that idea. It's a little bit of a peace of mind thing. I know I came home from church was it, I think it was last spring mm-hmm. where I had during the winter, I think the downspout fell off when I was snow blowing. I bumped it. Right. And the little one, that, the, the downspout that kicks it away from the house fell mm-hmm. off. Oh, the yeah. The main downspout. Yep. And I didn't put it right back on immediately. Mm-hmm. In fact, I left it off for a while. <laughs> Oops. And we had a big thaw. Yeah. And I didn't even think about it. But all that water was coming off the roof, pooling at the base of the house. Mm-hmm. And I went downstairs to get food out of the freezer to make a yummy little lunch. Right. And stepped in a big puddle of water. Oh, yeah. Would have been nice to have that email alert saying, hey, dummy, put the downspout back Mm -hmm. on. You got a problem starting. Oops. No kidding. (laughs) Now, one other thing Uh for those of us out there who are kind of do-it-yourselfers and get interested in that. Uh We're going to put a link in our show notes to basically a very simple, safe, and cheap way to convert a regular smoke alarm into a water detecting alarm. Yeah, you just need to solder on some wires at a certain point and the video tells you exactly where to solder those wires and as soon as the extra wire hanging out, I mean, yeah, this way you can com- make it as long as you want. Right. And once those two wires touch water, it completes yep. the circuit and sets off an alarm. Right. You can do it yourself. You can buy them inexpensively, but as spring is coming, it's definitely something to look into. Right. Water alarms. Who knew? Exactly. Now we all do. Yes. Now when we come back, we're going to give you a rundown 
on what's coming up at the home show next week, the big home and garden show. Yes. That's coming up next. Stay tuned. If you want to take your DIY skills up a rung, the Repco Light Home Improvement Show is here to give you a boost on News Radio Wood 1300 and 1069 FM. Betsy, mm-hmm. we are getting ready. This is one of our favorite times of year, correct? Sarcasm noted. No, it is an enjoyable time of year. It's stressful. It's stressful. That's what I should say. But it's fun because... What did you call it the other day when you sent a mass email out to the entire company? The entire, the entirety of Repcolite, Betsy emailed and called this show season, I think you did, right? Yes, yes I did. I called it show season because it starts in January with the remodeling a new home show. And then we have a wood show down in Indiana that we do. And now we are to the home show. Yeah, the, the home, home and garden, garden show. show and... Yeah, it's a lot of fun, mm-hmm. but you know, you, you try to create a fun booth, a booth yeah. that works so that people want to stop by and talk, and hopefully when they stop by and talk, we want to have something to talk about. Yeah. The very first ones that we used to do years back, way before Betsy uh, was involved in this, is we would have, oh, it's kind of embarrassing to even talk about. <laughs> we had a bunch of empty paint cans, uh-huh. and we'd line those up, Yep. and then we had these little um, plastic signs that uh-huh. said, stain matching paint matching, uh-huh. different things like that, concrete paint. Uh-huh. And we they had Velcro on them, so we'd put them on a little Velcro wall. Right. And then we had a little, um, you know, one of those TVs with the VCR. Do you know what a VCR is? Yes, Are you I young do. enough to, or old enough to know? Um, yes. My I, kids have no idea what a VCR is. Oh, That's crazy. Let me tell you, we had a VCR when I was younger mm-hmm. that it was like one of the very first VCRs that my dad had ever gotten. He wanted as a prize at a Christmas party. Is it one of those that, that sat on, the, on the a huge, semi-truck bed outside your house? Yes, it's a huge like metal box <laughs> and the yeah. lid pops up yep. and you put the Makes lots VHS of clicking and whirring sounds. Yes, yep. and it was so loud and yeah, yeah it well, was like had, a boom box. We had one of those high-tech ones that was a little TV and a little VCR. Oh yeah. And uh-huh. we'd pop this little cassette in and then it'd be all right. you know lines and wavy Grainy. and stuff like that. <laughs> and a video would play and right. we would sit there then for hours and wait for people to stop by uh-huh. and they would just walk by and snicker uh-huh. because it was a boring booth. But we decided that we didn't want that anymore. So we created a booth with just tons of projects in it because yeah. we thought that's the way to go. Let's talk about things that matter to people. And sometimes right. we pick good ones. Sometimes in past shows, we picked ones that we thought, yeah, we thought it was a great project, but people yeah, weren't as interested. We always modify. It just depends on the feedback we get, you know, who's interested in it, if it's something that's on people's minds. Because really, we just want to inspire anyone who walks by to be thinking about different things that they might be able to do in their right. home. No matter who you are, painting contractor, oh, yeah. business owner, mm-hmm. there's always something that, yeah. that should be appealing here. So right. let's talk about that because we got the Home and Garden Show coming up next weekend. Right. And we're going to be there for a lot of the time. Not the whole time. Mm-hmm. But let's talk about our booth and then talk about some of the other things just so people understand. If you haven't come to this show in Grand yeah, Rapids, you really should. Yeah, you definitely need to. This is, <laughs> yeah. in fact, I wish people could come and see it the way we get to see it. Yeah. Because it we is, show up on, uh-huh. I think it's Wednesday, Wednesday this year to yeah. set up. That's right. before the show starts. And it's honestly so many different things. It's A, the most depressing thing I've ever seen in my life. Because I'm a, a neat freak. I'm, I'm yes. a, 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 what do you call it? I hate dirt. I hate right. mess. I yeah. hate disorganization. And you walk in. Chaos. The mud that's everywhere. Yep. Because they're hauling in dirt and they're hauling in trees mm-hmm. and flowers and concrete and you name it. And mm-hmm. you look at that place and you think there is no way 
yeah. on this earth that in less than 24 hours, this is going to be not just mm-hmm. presentable, right. but gorgeous and clean and ready for people. Well, it's and amazing. It is. You take what is essentially a giant concrete box with some windows at one mm-hmm. end, and all of a sudden, all these landscape places transform and create these gardens with hills and waterfalls and just unbelievable features that you would think were outside. Oh, yeah. But it's in Real this... trees. Huge trees. Yeah. Grass. Flowers. It smells like spring. If oh, you want spring. the feeling of spring, come to the Home and Garden Show because you will get it. Yeah. DeVos Place, March. Oh, my goodness. Fifth what through is the 8th. Fifth through the 8th. Look at Fifth through the eighth. Yes, I just said the numbers. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so let's talk about our booth. What's what's worth seeing in our booth? It's thirty feet of spectacularness. Yeah, I don't think that's a word. <laughs> what, we have. Well, we'll let it be in your dictionary. Okay, what I'm excited. Can we talk? What can I say? I don't want to get get the eye. Are you talking about the biggest, the big thing that we're going to bring? Yeah, you can tell them. Well, it's, because we've talked about it we before. Have. We're bringing our upside down room. Yeah, if you didn't make it out to our color and design event in the fall in November, now is your chance to come out and see the upside down room that we talked so much about, where the ceiling is the floor and the floor is the ceiling and everything is, well, upside down. Upside down. It's really cool. There's a lot of cool elements, a lot Mm -hmm. of little details. It's, you know, now maybe we've oversold it. But everybody who's seen it at at previous events. You see them standing there with their heads tilted. Yeah, it's intriguing. (laughs) But there's so many things contained in that one little space. Well, yeah. it's not little. It's 10 foot tall. Pretty big. Yes. For you and I to deal with and set up, it's it's yeah. quite an undertaking. Yeah. But we've got anaglypta wallpaper on the walls. Yes. Love that stuff. Explain that real quickly. It's a paintable wallpaper. So it gives you just a little bit of texture to your walls and sometimes pattern. It just depends on which paper you choose. Um, this one has a little bit of texture and a slight pattern to it. And then you paint over it whatever color you want. Right. The one that we chose is very interesting. It's a lot of vertical lines. We mm-hmm. did that because we wanted to stress the height yep. of the space Mm -hmm. and it just directs your eye vertically but what's really cool about this paper and a number of the anaglypta Mm -hmm. papers is that it's got this raised texture but it's also got um, parts of that texture have this bumpy I don't know what it's it's made of but it's a sandy kind of thing and on the paper you Mm -hmm. know when you see it white on the roll it it just it doesn't really jump out at you when it's painted, it mm-hmm. takes on the shadows and all of that. It changes right. the color. And you end up with literally, it, it's mm-hmm. wallpaper, but it's multiple colors, even using just one gallon yeah. of paint. Very yeah. interesting. So we've got that there. Yeah. We've got Benjamin Moore ceiling paint yeah. on the floor, which is the, which is the ceiling. ceiling. <laughs> but that will show you how you can go to any color yeah. and still get a dead flat mm-hmm. finish. But it also reinforces the whole idea of the booth, which is to turn design on its head. Right. Throw a color on your ceiling. Mm-hmm. You know, even if it's in a small space, if you want to change a room and make people stop and take notice right. of a space in your home, mm-hmm. throw a color on the ceiling. Absolutely. And don't just do it with regular paint or you're going to struggle sometimes because yeah. the more colorant you put in paint, mm-hmm. even a flat finish, it's going to get shinier and shinier. Yeah. Benjamin Moore's premium ceiling paint won't. Right. Stays dead flat, easy to work with, mm-hmm. any color you want. Yep. We're also going to be talking about decks while we're there. We're going to have a little sample of a deck. Um, and we'll talk about deck stains. We'll have some of the deck stains and cleaners and tools and things like that there. So we can walk you through a deck project because right. we're all dealing with that. Right. But, but the really cool thing we have there this year is we talked about it a long time ago and we haven't talked about it recently. The on floor, we'll 
for this purpose, call it a deck machine because it does so much more than sanding your deck. You can use it on wood floors. You can use it on concrete. concrete. All different kinds of surfaces. Basically, it resurfaces them for you. It takes off the old stain from your deck and it leaves you with all of the open wood ready to accept whatever stain you want to put on there. And it's a great thing because that means that you don't have to keep just piling on different types of stain in order to cover up what's old. It just gives you that brand new start to your deck. Right. And it also means you don't have to chemically strip a deck Which every spring. may or may not work depending on how much stain you have on there. Right. And, and if it does work. Mm-hmm. I mean, you've got the investment of all of the chemicals. Yeah. Now, the chemicals are, are biodegradable, and there's no yeah. issue with that. Yeah. But it's still, it's a lot of water introduced to the deck, yep. a lot of drying time. It's a the lot on, of work. The on-floor machine goes relatively quickly. It's not like a lawnmower no. zipping over your deck. No. But still, in a couple hours, you can do an average deck and take mm-hmm. it down to bare wood. It looks brand new. It does. Next People week, are always shocked. Next week, we're going to spend a whole segment talking about it. Yeah. Because every time we talk about it, the phones start ringing. Yeah. We rent it out. We'll mm-hmm. talk about all of that next time. Or you can stop out at the home show and actually talk right. to us about it. Right. What other things? Um, we're going to be talking about Grand Entrance. It's a front door paint from Benjamin Moore. We'll actually have a front door there with this it paint is on it. Super cool stuff. It is. You want that, what is it, old world kind of a look? You yeah. Know, you see doors from uh-huh. Europe and stuff with a high gloss. Yes. They're just absolutely beautiful. And they have a grand entrance. This is yeah. exactly that. It's a Benjamin Moore product. Yeah. It's a modified Elkid, right? Yes. Yeah. So, it's like we've talked about the advance before for indoors on your trim, on mm-hmm. your cabinets, things like that. It's that type of a product, but for the exterior for your front door. Right. You brush it out. It self levels mm-hmm. beautifully. You yep. get a great finish. Very durable. Yeah. All the Benjamin Moore colors. Mm-hmm. You can see a sample on a, on a full-on door right there. Right. A lot of other things. Scuff X. Yep. All kinds of things. And that's just in our booth. And yeah. you get to talk to us. Yeah. Or any of the Repcolite people who yeah, are just as fun to talk to. Yeah, because there will be all kinds Sometimes of other more fun. people. Yeah, I would not know. say that we're the pinnacle of the fun. Um, we might be the bottom of the barrel. Well, that is entirely We might possible. be the middle of the barrel. I'll go with the middle. Who's on the bottom? I don't know. Come on, Betsy. Call them out. Her, I don't know. Him. I don't know. There's nobody on the bottom. We all float in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> now, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. Come on out to the Home and Garden Show. What booth are we? Do you even know? I do not oh, know what number goodness. we are. I don't know. I should have looked it up, but I didn't. You can find us because we got a we great big space. We will tell you next week from the show what number we are because by then we will know yeah. for sure. <laughs> or just look for the big upside down room. Yeah. That'll and work. whether we're in the right space or not, that's where we'll be. <laughs> yes. So, And there's tons of other cool stuff to see. Right. But... That's all the time we've got right now. Another episode, episode 150, is in the books. Put a bow on it. It's over. (laughs) If you want to check this one out again, you can find it online at repcolite.com. And if you would like a pair of tickets to the Home and Garden Show starting next weekend. Oh, that's right. We're giving away tickets. Uh Uh-huh. We failed, neglected to mention that. Yeah. To celebrate Leap Day, we're giving away five pair of tickets. (laughs) Right. And to get a pair of those, you just have to email us at radio at repclite.com. If you are one of the first five people, we will send a pair of tickets your way. Right. Radio at repcolite.com. First five folks. Mm Mm-hmm. Get going. Right. I'm Dan Hansen. And I'm Betsy Thompson. Remember, if you're about to lose your DIY sanity, we can help you fix that crazy. And we'll help you make every single day of the year feel as wonderful and festive as Leap Day. Of course. I don't really know how, but we'll do our best to get you there. <laughs> Thanks for listening.